When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Cleveland Browns at the Denver Broncos. It's 4.05 start on Sunday. Denver by two and a half here. Denver trending in the right direction. They've been hot. Mm. Browns are sitting here at 7-3, and three, coming off a big win against the Steelers. What are you looking for in this one besides defense? Yeah, intriguing how much uh, people are buying back into Denver, I guess. Now, look, obviously Cleveland don't really have a quarterback i mean dtr versus joe flacco you know whatever they're going with a quarterback at this point in the season is it's not good um but their defense remains nasty and sure denver have been moving in the right direction their defense has been pretty good it's weird so they're a classic example of how problematic it can be sometimes just relying on like overall season numbers because overall season numbers i think they still show as having basically the worst defense in the nfl but it's like all built off the first month where they gave up 70 and they were genuinely the worst defense in the NFL. And in fact, one of the worst defenses in NFL history since that point, they've been like top 10. Yeah, what do you do with that? But, but top 10 hasn't been enough to claw back how badly they were wrecked for the first month of the season. So what? it's like if you're using overall season numbers for Denver, it's clearly not telling you an accurate picture of what they are now. Um, One more stat there. They have the third worst point differential in the AFC. Right. So they're hot. They're trending in the right direction. They're 5-5. Five and five, But only the Patriots and Jets have a worse point differential. Yeah. So you have to sort of draw a line and say, you know, we cut out the first month of the season. But obviously doing that reduces your sample size and creates its own problems. So my point being, Denver are now a difficult team to sort of correctly identify exactly where they are because of the tale of two, two seasons over the course of this year. But I was still surprised that going up against this Cleveland defense, you know, they're, they're favored by two and a half, even at home. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, people are leaning into what we've seen recently, and that's a, a four-game winning streak for the Broncos, beat the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Vikings. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that in totality, right, I mean, beating the Chiefs 24-9, to that was the first one that they had hung tough with the Chiefs two weeks prior, but they, right. that was the one that, like, really stood out. Okay, this team's competitive. Then they came back on Monday Night Football, that crazy game against the Bills, and there was there was some craziness, right? They, they needed 12 men on the field and the whole deal. Yeah. Um, and then similar on Sunday night against the Vikings, they've been winning some of these, you know, yeah, that's the thing that's balls bouncing in crazy ways type of games. That's the thing that's interesting to me. It's like we're we're now sort of buying into this idea of Denver's on a hot streak, they're rolling. It's like yeah, but like one play loses each of the last two games for them. 
you know, it's <laughs> is are they really that good? Yes, the numbers say they're better, and not just the numbers, but the tape, and they're clearly better than they were earlier in the season. Um, but the win streak, you know, we I, it almost feels like we're just buying in too much now based off the last couple of weeks, which, you know, were they the better team in either of the last two games? Maybe. It's close. I mean, I, I will say there is something to complementary football. Um, a lot of times we we discuss only the passing attack and pass defense, and, and we don't talk about complementary football maybe enough. And there are examples in history when you do run the ball and you just kind of you grind it out and you shorten the game a little bit, and it can it can help your defense. Like that, we know that that is true. The defense is certainly playing far better. But that's really been what Denver's been doing over these last couple weeks is uh, continuing to, to grind it out on the ground. Russell Wilson has not been – he's just – he's been an interesting quarterback here. They're not putting a ton on his plate. This isn't – you know, he's only dropping back 30 times. We need to less, let Russ cook and make it 45. He's dropping back 30, 35 times a game. Um, we mentioned on Sunday he's hitting his checkdowns where needed. But now we're sprinkling in – some of those special plays, you know, those those special throws to Cortland Sutton with the game on the line or, you know, in the red zone or whatever it might be. That's what we've seen these last couple of weeks. So I think Denver's found this this balance of shortening the game a little bit, grinding it out, keeping it close. It's helped the defense a little bit as the defense has progressed and played a lot better. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Denver's a great team either way, but it's certainly far more encouraging than it was earlier in the year where they looked historically bad. We're more than halfway through the NFL season, almost. That's what it tells me, though. That's what it tells me. Yeah. But DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything. 5 bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener, a sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ont. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com. Sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's the, the one element that's not up for debate is they're a completely different team than they were during the four, first four weeks of the season. I think everything is better. Um, you know, Cortland Sutton, has been the go-to guy over the last few weeks. He's made some spectacular plays for them. Uh, I still don't know if he's, you know, a top-tier, like, amazing wide receiver, but he's fulfilling the roles of those, which is you give him a chance, and he's making some elite plays for them right now. On the flip side, sort of Jerry Judy has come on the other side of that, where he's 
been given some opportunities and hasn't made some plays for them. And I, all Broncos fans seem to hate Jerry Judy, but like collectively, this receiving core is making enough plays for Russ and, and the pass game to, to function and to win those games. And then their defense is playing much better. Getting a guy like Baron Browning back, I think, has been important. Uh, he hasn't. Remember, he threatened to be like the defensive version of Travis Fulgham, where he had like a month where he was unstoppable yeah. and then dropped off the face of the earth, albeit in part through injuries. But him coming back has given them like a rotation of guys up front that can all cause problems. This is going to be like a 12-9 game or something, right? Yeah, this probably. Is what we're talking about here. Because I, I do think Denver, they didn't run the ball as much last week, but they had over 40 carries against the Broncos and Bills. I'm sorry, the Chiefs and the Bills in those back-to-back weeks. I think that's where Denver wants to go against Cleveland. Cleveland's pass rush, just incredible this year. Miles Garrett is playing well enough that people are talking about him in the MVP discussion. And without getting into the MVP discussion, I don't think it's crazy to at least have that conversation right now where there's no clear favorite. Um, Miles Garrett's playing that well. And, you know, you, he's, the, he's the catalyst for this defensive turnaround. They got him some help this year, and he's playing even better than he's, than he's ever played. Miles Garrett on pace for an all-time pass rush grade record for edge defenders by a mile. Um, and he's got the sacks, too, for right. Steelers fans. And some of the like the impact plays, you know, the forced fumbles, the yep. almost safety last week. But he's had some of those signature plays, which maybe shouldn't matter, but does when it comes to defensive player of the yeah. year type conversations. So I, I think Cleveland's going to have a tough time moving the ball. Denver's going to have a tough time moving the ball. And then it comes down to, like, does Russ have a couple of those – magical plays in him right I mean Cleveland as great as Cleveland's defense has been they've Cleveland's defense has kind of been like the opposite of the Steelers offense where 95 percent of plays are really good for Cleveland's defense 95 percent of plays are really bad for the Steelers offense but they have that five percent where they have a 70 plus yarder like right. Cleveland's given up some big plays here and there and I think that's what Denver needs you know can they have one of those 50 yarders one of those special rust to Cortland Sutton connections whatever it might be I think we're looking. What's the over/under in this thing? Is it Iowa-ish? <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. Nebraska has a game this week with the over/under is like 26. Sam, I mean, we should we should sit down. We should live watch no, that. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, we should watch some bad football together. Stop it. We should do it. Um, so Denver by two and a half. Over/under is 36 and a half. 36 and a half. That's what. Yeah, I like it. Where are you going in this one? Uh, Cleveland. I, I again surprised that that Denver were a two and a half point favorite even at home against a defense this good. I understand DTR. No. We didn't talk about DTR here. I understand that they set up with a game plan last week that was like you know one of those ones where let's try and take the quarterback out of the game effectively, you know minimize the opportunity for the quarterback to lose it for us, and it didn't go well. But to his credit, DTR made a couple of big plays on the final drive that was the difference between winning and losing. So this weird game where, like, over the course of 60 minutes, DTR was contributing more to losing than winning, but then in the final drive was one of the reasons they won the game. So it's tough. I still don't know, like, how quickly does Joe Flacco get in there? I don't know. I don't know. I think – I don't know if DTR, if, if, if you give him a couple more starts, if he ends up being the best option here. He could be. He, yeah, he will be. DTR? No, Flacco. You think will be Flacco will? Be. Better option. Yes. And you're not a Flacco fan. No. I mean, we've Flacco. Is he still part of the Open? Where you yell at him? You're Joe Flacco. I think we, did we, did we cut we get that out of that. I don't know. Who knows? Because he's been retired. Mm. Now he's back. Yeah, I don't know. Might take a little time. 
Um, I'll take Cleveland here yeah. to cover. Same. Trust in their defense here.